All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yeah. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversation. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, We Got Grammys, a.k.a. I Got My Emmy Sir this week. Producers produce. <sighs> oh, gosh. Emmy Sir. Oh, it's about time. And you seen it. Yeah, you seen it. Well, so well, photo, sure, photo, you know, anybody can Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I knew, but you was like credit, so I was like, let me go ahead and send him a little, 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 little photo, so he can, you know, see see what we doing out here. All right. Well, this is Smug Dude, Love at First Smug, and the Storyteller. Yes, sir. Uh, man, you know what? Somebody was uh, well, we'll get to it. Somebody asked me to do a a, a recap and an explanation of A Young and. Wellington Park, so we'll get to that when we get to it. But if y'all want to hear us, tell your friends. We on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and uh, Podchaser. Like, comment, share, all that good stuff. What about social media? Oh, yeah, we on uh, Instagram, we on the gram, we on uh, Twitter, and also email Unlimited text pod on Twitter and Instagram, unlimited text pod at gmail.com. Got it, got it. Hey, bro, you having a go at it, man. I know. You have a, a, a rough one. I know. I was like, I was going to start the top of the show off with it. But uh, yeah, man, last week we actually, actually lost one of our biggest fans and supporters last week, man. Uh, Buddy Singh passed away. Uh, Christmas Eve last week, man. So that was that, that was tough. Uh, he's actually, uh, like I said, he's he's definitely he's definitely every week when I post a post the link, post it on Instagram. He was always the first person to like like it. And also, man, he was. It's kind of funny. He he bought us some new. Well, he bought me some new equipment. He bought you some new equipment. A, yeah, which I think was a hint that he enjoyed the podcast, but uh, the quality wasn't that good. So, uh, you know, that's a good thing, man. It's like even even people participating got jokes. So that that was cool, man. So we're gonna step but, it up for him then. Yeah, yeah, but nah, Sing Sing was a good dude. He was actually a really good friend of my my brother in law, uh, and then you know we became friends. Uh, and it's kind of funny. I always, it always kind of references back to me and you is that I always think that people who are friends or people who look out for your friends, it's almost just natural that you become friends with them as well. And, you know, like I always reference that with me and you, like, you know, we had a mutual friend. I mean, we met, you say we met before that, but I guess we did. I just don't remember. We actually met at our, uh, at our boy's wedding. Well, that's where we hung out, I should say. We hung out at our boy's wedding. And it was like an instant, instant click almost pretty much. Right, right. And I just always think about that. Like I said, like Singh was was really good, best friends with my brother-in-law. And just, the, you know, because he was friends with them, 
you know, we instantly became friends and good dude, man. It's uh really sad, man. It's been a, been a tough couple of weeks, been a couple, <laughs> tough year, but the last couple of weeks been really tough. So want to say uh, definitely rest in peace to uh, sing. Like I said, man, we're going we gonna to miss him, man, because he was definitely one of our biggest supporters. Rest in peace, sing. Shout out. I was looking forward to meeting that dude, man. I swear, you know. I do, um, I do. I, I, obviously, I always try to make things light. But uh, remember um, my my name that I was calling him, right? <laughs> uh, you know, and so, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to meeting him and telling him the inside joke and the backstory around all of that, man. So, right, exactly, exactly. Yep, yep, so rest in peace. Um, So, look. New Year's is upon us. So by the yep. time our 40,000 listeners hear this, yep. um, we'll be New Year's Eve, one day to go, and we'll be in 2021. Everybody, y'all cheering for 2021. Yeah, uh, they, they thinking the clock, they thinking that calendar going to turn and COVID going to be gone. Yeah. Right? how it's going to work, nah, people. Nope, nope, nope. And so the question of the week, and I I don't even know how to answer this one, but whatever. Um. It's, it's pr- pretty straightforward, so don't 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 clown me. Um, <laughs> do you make New Year's resolutions, and how long do they last? Do you make New Year's resolutions, and how long do they last? No, I don't. I used You've never. No, I used to. Okay, I, I'm all cynical about a lot of stuff. So, like, ever since I've been like going hard in business, right? Like every day is the same to me. Like they all right. like. The same. If I wake up in the morning, when I wake up in the morning, am I, I'm so grateful that when my eyes open up and my feet hit the floor, I'm just right. going. Right. I take off for Christmas. Well, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Those are the holidays I celebrate. Birthdays like, you know, wife and myself. Not even really. But and anniversary. And I mean, flowers, man, and a dinner or something like that. But like, I ain't shutting business down or anything like that. So far, I haven't. But I apologize for that CDC. I apologize. She, she'll be okay. She she knows. <laughs> um. So no, I I used to. I used to. And then those um, they were like, I don't know. They were short lived. It was like you would make the resolution, you would hang on to it for a couple of days or a week or maybe a month if you were lucky. Right. But you would never like revisit it. You know, when you set goals and stuff like that, you should really revisit your goals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like how am I how am I tracking towards hitting this number or this accomplishment that I'm trying to achieve? And I think that's where a lot of people fall, you know, uh have a downfall is because they set this 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 thing, this this goal um and this target that they're trying to achieve, but they don't really follow it. And they just think that, all right, just because I said it, it's just right. gonna happen, and I don't have to put in the work. So I, I, I personally stopped doing it because mm-hmm. I, I ain't see a lot in that. Right. So I guess the only, and I'm gonna let you um take it, but the only resolution I guess I've been setting is like I'll put out some 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 uh some targets like goals for business, right. and then I'll put out some uh some some goals that I want to see myself do at the end of the year personally. Mm-hmm. So like if I say I want want to I ain't, I ain't going to say I'm going to work out in the gym every day. I'm going to say <laughs> I like to see, you know, a 20-pound loss. Or I would like right. to see maybe me work out three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't really write. I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't make that a resolution. Like, in the resolution, like, when you going, is it stop something or start something? What is a resolution? Man, 
all, all I know is is that I think the problem with resolutions, I think most people resolutions almost always, a lot of them revolve around like getting in shape and weight loss. So what people say is their New Year's resolution is to lose 100 pounds. And then after they've been going to the gym for like a month and they've only lost two pounds, then they give up on the uh, resolution. Yeah. Oh, so, here we go. Look, a firm decision. Right. To do or not to do something. But go ahead. So they, they weight loss and then what else? Right. Well, I'm just saying they say they say they say I'm going to lose 100 pounds and they give themselves kind of a non-realistic goal because they say I'm going to lose 100 pounds instead of saying I'm going to lose three pounds a month or I'm going to lose four pounds a month. Because if you starting off on January 1st and your goal is to lose 100 pounds and it's February 1st and you lost four pounds, you feel like I haven't reached my goal because the goal isn't isn't realistic. And I know every year, you know, back in the day when we was allowed to go outside, it was always funny to me, like January in the gym is packed. <laughs> you can't find the machine January in the gym. February 1st is back to the area. It's, it's them same faces that you have been seeing consistently before. So now I, I've actually kind of stopped doing, I, I'm kind of with you, man. I kind of stopped making res- New Year's resolutions because I just feel like if it's something I need to work on, I need. I can't be like, yo, I'm going to wait till December 1st to do it. The only thing I will say is I, every year, I would say around the holidays, I eat way more like cakes and desserts than I eat pretty much the rest of the year. So that's almost a New Year's resolution. Like, yo, I'm just going to go crazy to the top of the year. Hey, dog. And I just, then I go back to normal. But yeah, like the between like Thanksgiving and New Year's, oh yeah, that's a wrap on like cakes and desserts and cookies and all of that stuff. Yeah. I thought it was just me. <laughs> I, I've been like a fiend. Like I, 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 I did this uh, the Whole30 diet. Right. And I even did it like through Thanksgiving and everything. Yeah. And it's like, no, you know, I don't no, try to pretend around the holidays. No, sure. no sugar, you know, the carbs and all that kind of stuff. Right. And you, you know, you watching exactly what you eat. No corn, no, no preservatives, none of that stuff. And then after it was over, I'm like, man, find me a carrot cake, find me cheesecake, find me yeah. nah, cookies, fi- find me whatever. Man, I bought this, I bought, went to Costco, man, I bought this big, Jug of uh, cookie dough junk. <laughs> you just been eating <laughs> like, the cookie dough? About three months. Nah, been, we've been making the cookies, you know, but I, I don't, I probably haven't eaten that many cookies like in like five years, yeah. But I just, that tub at Costco was like $12.99, yeah. As y'all say, it's got like 96 cookies in it, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that tub about half gone, yeah. Hey, young. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm trying. Oh, so look. Yeah. <laughs> The the Washington football team. Hey, young, hey, young, he go ahead. Look, the, 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 can't the, even fight this one. The yeah. team formerly known as the Washington Redskins, they're can't now the Washington football team. I think at the beginning of the season, y'all got a Wellington um, award, but you know we go, let's we go, we definitely gonna get into what a young means. We are gonna get into the Wellington, but also I would like to introduce Seist. Because right. two things, the reason y'all get the A young is y'all are size because I think you finally made the playoffs again. Nah, nah, we got to win this weekend. Oh, against the Eagles, right? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So, perfect, awesome. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. I hope y'all don't make A <laughs> <laughs> young If y'all make the, make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, you already know. All right, so that's that's the first A young You already know me and Nick going to fry you on Sunday night. So man. this 52-7. The second part <laughs> um, of the A young is what's up with your 
Well, your former quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, man. What's hey, up with man. that dude, man? Hey, man. I, they I cut him them. so fast. Yeah, and I wanted him cut last week, yeah. Why? Because of what, though? Because he, his, his play or because he just he, doing too he's, much? He's sorry, and then he doing too much, yeah? Like... He's sorry, and then he just he just outbreaking COVID protocols. He was some strippers, man. Like, come on, man. Like, I, here's the thing I don't like. I don't like stupidity. Now, he probably wasn't the only player that has had a party of strippers this year, right? But he was the only player that got caught having a party of strippers. You know why? Because he's stupid. stupid. Anybody knows now, man. Any celebrities know, everybody know, man. If you somewhere where you maybe shouldn't be, no phones allowed. Well, yeah, that's the rules. That's the no rules. phones allowed. Check your if phone. You wanna, if you want to come to this party, if I'm a celebrity, and like I said, I don't I don't think he's the only one that's done it, but he's the only one that's gotten caught, which to me, again, I don't like stupid people. Man. I'm just not a fan of stupid people. And he was putting his... his- his coach, big time. His t- teammates, he, obviously, he too, as well. Coach, he put but, his teammates. But his coach, like, he the, just came off of chemo. Cancer, right. Yeah, it's like, dog, you were sorry, and you got benched. And then the team got better. And then the other quarterback got hurt. And we, you were allowed you to come back and play. got another chance to play. You got another start. chance. So the whole team had been playing well. You come back, and you go and break COVID protocol. So you could have ruined the season. Cause you wanted to go hang out with some, a young. I was. You can ask anybody. I wanted them cut. As soon as I saw the pictures, I wanted them off my squad. Again, I just don't like stupidity. Shout out to my son. That was intentional, by the way. Oh, you heard the doom 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 doom. Yeah, what well, he remixed it? I remixed it for him. You know, I got oh, okay. I got I got the pads in front of me now. Oh, like okay, I don't have okay. to reach over and <laughs> hit the pad. Like all it's right. all right there. So Sh- we gonna shout st- out shout out to young smug dude. Yeah. And we're gonna step this thing <laughs> up for sing. I'm about to program some more sound effects and music <laughs> and all kinds of stuff in here, boy. Yeah, but oh, we, you know. You're 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 our resident um Rona expert. Hey, so, so let us know what's I stopped watching it. I don't want I'm not going anywhere anyway. <laughs> um and as long as my you know, my, my friends and family stay safe. Right. Everything's good. But I'm 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 not up on the Rona anymore besides I know they just said that what in the next few days we could lose eighty two thousand people. Is that the number? Is that right? Does that sound right? That they said that tonight. Like- they said so. We had three hundred and forty thousand dead as of yesterday. Sixty three thousand people died in December. Yesterday, close to four thousand people died, which is the highest total death since this thing started. And then <laughs> the first case of new and a potentially more infectious strain strain of COVID nineteen was confirmed in. The U.S. First, it was in Colorado. And then the day on the news, our governor said it's here in Southern California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all, I, I was going to wait, obviously, until we, you know, spoke to each other today. Yeah. But yeah. it's in California, California, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely ain't going, 
we definitely ain't going outside. Though. Y'all, y'all ain't going, going outside, outside anyway. Y'all ain't yeah, going outside anytime soon, bro. Because that's the yeah they and they they did this thing today where they they extended our stay at home order, uh, and they didn't. They're not shutting my industry down again, but they're asking my industry to shut down again. They're asking us to take a three week pause on production at this, at this top of the year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So they haven't officially shut us down, but I, I mean, I don't know if they will, if these numbers keep going crazy and with this, you know, if this new strand, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I wish I could find that article. Um, I just heard it tonight. They said over a certain, over the next couple of weeks, right. We could lose an additional, I think it was like 80 some thousand um, people. Well, um, I mean, like I said, it was it was almost four thousand a day. So if it stays in the, you know, if it stays in that four thousand range, four thousand a day. That's that's what that's thirty thousand a week. Yeah. So two weeks would be sixty. So three weeks would be ninety. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like that eighty-two doesn't sound. I mean, they were saying they expected us to lose close to half a million by February. So, you know. Uh, that doesn't surprise me if that's the thing, but yeah, these, these, um, and then, uh, U S congressman elect Luke Letlow of Louisiana passed away. They said he, he went to the hospital on Christmas and he died 41 years old of COVID. He, uh, wasn't a big believer in masks and stuff in the beginning of the pandemic. He was one of those people that was pushing for the economy to be open and, that kind of stuff. So he had a wife and uh, two kids. So again, you know, we sad to see the man die, but again, you know, I'll say it again. Do you want to be Luke Letlow or Herman Cain? Or do you want to be us in the house chilling? Yeah. I'm. You, you, anyway, I don't even have to and, answer that. I know that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> and then man, we lost Mary Ann from Gilligan's Isle of COVID. Huh? Oh, really? Yeah, man. Marianne passed away of COVID, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. We, we, we probably got some listeners being like, who the hell is Gilligan's Island? And the skipper to <laughs> yeah. see see if I if I had it programmed in, I should have programmed it in here and I could have just some punched like, the button. What the hell is some Gilligan's Island, man? Yeah, look up Gilligan's Island. Yeah, look um, up Marianne. Yeah, look up Marianne. That's actually should be the name of the podcast, uh, Tonight we're gonna we're gonna name it Gilligan's Island. <laughs> so you know, last week we were talking about uh, we were talking about that six hundred dollars. Uh, well, first of all, so they they're not going. Looks like they're not going to give uh, people two thousand dollars. And uh, today, as they were talking about it in Congress, uh, Bernie Sanders made a point because Mitch McConnell is basically the one that's stopping it from even even given a chance to vote on giving people $2,000. And uh, Bernie Sanders said to Mitch McConnell today, let me make it, just make it clear for the, for the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, that 10 out of the poorest 25 counties in the U.S. are located in Kentucky, which is the state that Mitch McConnell represents. So these people don't care about you. But yeah, we were talking last week about how much rent $600 gets you in major cities. So someone actually did some research. So how much rent $600 pays for in Manhattan? Four days. San Francisco, five days. Boston, Brooklyn, Oakland, six days. 
LA, seven days. DC, Seattle, eight days. Chicago, nine days. Miami, 10 days. Denver, Portland, Minneapolis, 11 days. And Detroit, 17 days. Congrats on the stimulus, everyone, is what this person posted. So I, the average is it'll pay, it'll pay for about seven days of rent, $600. And people, some people have been out of work for 10 months. So, you know, congratulations. Here go your $600. I saw um, a meme the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, uh, you could fund America. For a do- yeah, dollar and sixty four <laughs> cents a day. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, we somebody sent me that in a group text tonight. I said, "Yeah, wonder which one of us going to be in that commercial." Yeah, you know? <laughs> we gonna get sponsored by some some dude from like Spain or something going to be sending us a dollar sixty four. Yeah, you know how they have the um the commercials or whatever. Yeah, that's feed what the saying. homeless. You know, yeah. all it is is a cup of coffee a week and da da da. Yeah. So somebody said you could you could fund America. Uh, for a dollar sixty four cents a day, which I, you know, honestly, until I saw that meme, I never thought about it. Right. Right. So basically, logically speaking, people get upset about all right, we're paying taxes and this, this, this and that, right? But a dollar sixty four cents a day, right? Um, it's a lot of money when you add it up for those that are less fortunate. But still, they should be able to come up with a lot, a little bit more money than that. When you when you put it into uh, context, a dollar sixty four cents a day. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's more though when you add up the millions of people that are getting this dollar sixty four a day. Right. But like, and when you put it all into perspective, that just shows you how um, that six hundred dollars is definitely not a lot of money. It's not enough for the trillions of dollars that they have. Man, when you think about how much money is spent on like a war plane. Or something like that. I mean, not to say we shouldn't have a few planes just in case, but ain't nobody like attacking the U.S. no more like that, where we need like 600 warplanes. We've been attacked now is 9-11 if somebody's doing something like that. But, you know, we spending trillions of dollars on warplanes and stuff like that. It's like, yo, man, maybe this year. It ain't no new planes this year. Like we gotta make that decision. No, we're not gonna spend ten trillion dollars on war planes this year. Let's let's make sure it gets in the hands of the people this year. And when when the, when the economy gets back right, we can we can build some more planes. But this year we not no no planes this year. But you know that's just me. So, uh, all right, I see a fact check. Before you say it, is it true? Okay. About the Indonesian. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. So basically their situation is if if, if they don't wear a mask, mm-hmm. they don't find you, but you dig graves for the COVID-19 victims. Yes, sir. So you don't wear your mask. Yep. It's cool. No fines. No, no, nope, no jail. jail, no tickets, nope. no punishment like that. Nope. But you are required to go dig the graves. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and businesses who violate rules are shut down and they make them clean sewers. <laughs> it's like, the, hey, so, <laughs> so oh. I just made me think real quick. I actually was on the phone with you today when this happened. Yeah. I, I ain't going to do it. That's snitching. No, yeah. don't snitch. You, nope, don't, don't, yeah. snitch don't snitch. So, uh, you, you, man, you ruining my whole street credibility, man. <laughs> nope, Any little snitch, bit that yeah. I have, man. 
Yeah, I stopped us. I caught myself. All I right. caught myself mid snitch. Yeah. <laughs> that that we go we gonna save that for another time. That would be a good story when we were on the phone. What happened today? Yeah, yeah, I'm saving my mid snitch almost. Yeah, just whoop. But but that is um, that's I, I couldn't even imagine. Could you imagine that having to dig the graves? Hey man, I'm wearing a mask wearing, anyway, I, so I have on about seven masks just to make sure the junk ain't slip off my face. Yeah, I have like backup masks. So I don't know if uh, everybody heard last week, Anthony Quinn Warner died in a blast in Nashville. And that's how it's being reported. Now, how it should be reported is suicide bomber Anthony Quinn Warner detonated a bomb on Christmas Day in a major American city. But for some reason, they actually, I, it was like five headlines that said died in blast. Like they weren't saying that he did it. They were just saying died in blast. Like it was just accidentally around or something. You, you know why? Yeah, of course I know because well, besides that, right? They fumbled. They had an opportunity to get this guy. Sounded like yeah, yeah. But we gonna talk about that. Yeah. And they and they fumbled it. The mm-hmm. the the police and the FBI. Yep. Fumbled it. They had yeah. a very credible source that reached out and told them exactly what was going on and how it was going how it was going to go down. His a wife, year ago, oh, his, his his girlfriend, girlfriend went to Nashville police telling them he was making bombs in his RV parked at his home. So they, t- she told him the dude is making bombs. Yeah. So they said they went to the house and he wouldn't let them search the house or the RV. So the, so they left. They said they didn't have enough credible evidence to, to even do surveillance either. Number one understand. to search to search. Yeah. They couldn't issue a search warrant. I, I don't understand how his girlfriend, I mean, I guess people could lie and make up stuff. So you don't want to just, you don't want, but yo, if if she said he's making bombs and the dude won't let you search, like, I feel like if they came to my house and knocked on my door and they were like, yo, man, we heard you making bombs in here. I feel like I would let them search, right? Like I'd be upset about it, but I feel like I'd want my name clear, right? Like, feel like to me it would be suspicious if I was like, nah, y'all can't check this. Damn, man, say my government name Ooh, on the pod. Ooh, hey. Ooh. Hold on. See, we was talking, see, we was talking about snitching, boy. <laughs> hey, dog, I got into it, so. So, yeah, man, the, uh, the the girlfriend said he was building bombs, and they was just like, hey, well, guess he said we can't come in, so I guess we'll just let that go. But Bombs? He was putting bombs in. They was just like, cool, we'll let it go. Bombs, yeah. And I mean, that thing was it they 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 said um three dozen houses. Right. That's 36, right? Mm-hmm. If my math is right. Yep. Three dozen homes were affected. And and then they were saying people were coming out saying that their roofs, you know, roofs were caving in. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how many people died? Was the in, in the uh, in the blast? It was. I don't think anybody. Nobody died, but, died you know, but him, right? Because I mean, the thing was, he 
it feels like he did it not to kill anybody because he did it like early, like Christmas morning, like downtown, uh, downtown. But I mean, literally it's a whole block that he destroyed. Yeah. Again, he posted up like, in front of the AT&T. Yeah. So that's what some of the research they're starting to say is they saying he's one of those, uh, <laughs> he's one of those 5G dudes. He oh, he believes really? 5G is is ruining the world, so that's why they think he put it in front of the AT and T building. But he also is a believer that, or they found on his computer, he's a believer that the Democrats and Hollywood elites are lizard people who are from outer space, uh, and you know that thing that we were kind of talking about. They're from outer space and they're pedophiles. And this is what we've talked about in terms of like people just saying anything and the impact. It's like, it's like you can say something and you may legitimately know that what you're saying is complete garbage. Yes. There are a lot of people out there who aren't as smart as you. And it's like, if you keep saying these things over and over and over again, there will be someone as we saw in DC where the guy went up to the pizza place and thought that there was pedophilia going on in the bottom of the pizza place. Cause people have been telling him for years and years that Hillary Clinton and they were running a pedophile around the bottom of a pizza shop. And the guy went up there with a gun. And it's like, you cannot talk to people and not realize that there are people out there who are crazy. I mean, yeah. And when you and when you keep just saying lie after lie over and over again, someone is going to react to these lies that you're telling. And someone might plant a bomb and be a suicide bomber in America and blow up a whole city block in a major American city on Christmas Day. I just feel like this thing has not been talked about a lot. <laughs> that a suicide bomber blew up a whole city block in an American city. Yeah. But there was no, no real press on it. Like you're saying. Yeah. Like like, they talked about it a little bit. And then, like I said, when they did talk about it, it was like Anthony Quinn Warner died in blast. Like he was just walking by the blast. Not, not that he built a bomb in his RV. Not that his girlfriend said he's been doing it for at least a year. He's been building this bomb. Not that it was like yo, he just died in a blast. How you think that would have gone if it was uh, you or I? Man, well, not just you or I. Imagine, imagine that dude's last name was Muhammad. That that's that's what I was talking to uh, to my wife about. Like it would have been a terrorist attack on U.S. Yeah. soil. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would it would have been a big deal, and everybody would have been rallied around. You know, mistreating mm-hmm. that particular race. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, uh, uh, I guess you would call it a race, right? Yeah. Um, um, class of people. Oh, and, and religion. And, you know, and, Islam. And, yeah, Islam, Islam, religion. You know. Yeah, they would have said they would have said Islam and or Muslim. Yeah. It would have been that kind of a story. Yeah. Um, and it definitely would wouldn't have been somebody died. It would have been a terrorist attack, a suicide bomber is what they would have been labeled. Yeah, and they would they would ask all Muslims to stand up and be outraged over this. And why are all Muslims speaking on this? They would, they would have done all that stuff they did, but yeah, they didn't even call this dude a suicide bomber. I mean, this is again, I haven't even seen them use the word terrorism. This is domestic terrorism. Like that's what this is. Well, like, they we never use dis- that though. 
We have to describe this situation as what it is. And again, it's the thing that worries me about all of these lies that are being told about the election. It's like people and Donald Trump and his his people who know what they're saying is a lie. I y'all know y'all saying it's a lie, but a dude like Anthony Quinn Warner, who believes that Democrats in Hollywood are lizard people, like you're not talking to somebody that really understands that what you're saying is not true. Right. You're not protecting a lot of people too as well. You're putting a lot of people's lives at risk. Right. That's what I'm saying. You're playing with people's lives by going out and telling these lies. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just, just the fact that this can happen and we're allowing this to happen. And again, but I guess it's, you know, it's like, Hey, if, even if he does something like this guy did, it's not going to be covered in an extremely negative way. It's like, yeah, man, like, this don't happen on Christmas Day. I mean, I know, I know, COVID, COVID kind of knocks everything out of the out of the headlines. Not if you see that picture, man. Like if it was a hurricane right. or a tornado that created right. that kind of a damage, right? You know that it would be out there like that. If you look at those pictures, I mean, it's literally that entire block is flattened. Yep. I didn't. You know, I won't say that I didn't take it seriously, right. but I was looking. I was when 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 you know, because in my household we we get breaking news. Right. And I was told that and I was just like, like, there's no way that can't be true. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that a whole city block was flattened and mm-hmm. in Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Like in Tennessee, yeah. like who? Yeah, right. And um, then when I saw, you know, the wreckage and everything, I'm like, wow, this is legit. And then they were telling the yep. whole backstory about how, um, you know, he filled up the RV like and. Then I was thinking about it, and then we were talking, and we were like, man, you know how big an RV is? That's like 30 feet. Right. And yeah. if he's been building bombs for, you know, a year, allegedly, mm-hmm. and it was filled up, plus on top of the fuel that's in the car, right. you know what I'm saying, and everything that, that with that, I, I, wow. Yeah, that could have been Oklahoma City kind of thing. Yeah, that was, that was, that was huge. Um, yep. So, but, but. They, I think a lot of times too with the media, they don't want to, um, they they suppress some of this stuff too as well, because they don't, you know, necessarily want to show internally how how it's vulnerable. No, there's no sensationalism in the fact that someone in your own backyard was able to to kind of get to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? The suspense is when someone that that you don't expect, or someone that you want to hate, or someone that you want to have something negative um, to 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 talk about and right. something to represent. That's when it becomes a big, you know, becomes big news and a big story. In this particular situation, it's uh, it's like one of us, so to speak, is the way that it's portrayed. That right. did it, and then right. this particular guy became the victim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he he just died. My man was he was just skipping down the street, and somehow a bomb a went bomb off, and went he's off. dead in his RV. How did that happened. Yeah, yeah, man. And- what? How? Oh, wow, man. Poor guy, man. Ooh. For the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. Yo, man, you did some research this week, so I'm going to let you have this one. Uh, my contribution, huh? <laughs> Talk about smug, man. Boy, man. Smug man, Tommy. 
sent an email and some notes. I was like, oh, I had some research and stuff. It's, not, it's nothing to it. You know, I keep it simple, man. So, like, the article that I was reading is basically that, um, uh, I, you know, I haven't been shy about the fact that I'm in the mortgage industry and we do residential home loans. But a lot of people now are taking their money and using it for down payments on their houses instead of having, like, you know, weddings and such through COVID, which is, you know, something that we should have been probably doing anyway. Because, like, I've had some friends that have spent tens of thousands of dollars, like a lot of money on weddings. Right. And, you know, if you think about it, you spend fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 on a wedding, especially if you're doing it out of your own pocket. That's a really nice down payment on a house. Right. Right. And you can you you can you can do a lot with that. So the the the, the wise people that are considering um, their loved ones because we talk about this too, and we've been talking about this for the last eight nine months right. about you know how the, the the COVID has been spreading, you know through weddings and social gatherings and such. Yeah, exactly. People are, that are that are thinking about it is like, look, we can't have the wedding that we really want anyway. Um, people aren't getting together. Let's just take our money that we were going to spend on the wedding and let's buy a house. Yeah. Cause you know, even people are trying to get out of apartments too as well. So like now, since we're working remotely, we don't necessarily have to be that close to our jobs anymore. Right. We may be able to go on the outskirts of the city um, and buy a house uh, and live comfortably the way that we want to live. And then once, you know, things uh, get back to some form of normalcy, then we, you know, we can have that nice wedding or that that great reception that we were looking for. So that's right. that's uh, that's the gist of it. So so you know that's that's the story. If you want to rehash that story, you can. But you know, nah, I just I thought uh, I thought it was it was a very good article, and I was reading one of them, and they were saying like you said that for two reasons they were doing it, and they actually said the number one reason was they had seen how many people's weddings had led to becoming super spreader events. And like, like we've talked about, they just didn't want to have the guilt of it. And the more and more they talked about it, like you said, they say, we still want to, like you were saying, still want to do a reception someday. But they said, instead of, you know, whatever money they've been saving up for the wedding, they now had them a nice, nice house on the outskirts in, in the suburb outside of New York. And they said, in terms of like their long-term planning, they said, they said without COVID, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even have thought about that. They would just had their wedding. They would have spent a hundred thousand dollars and had the wedding. They just would have had their wedding, but they said COVID had made them kind of rethink again, what was important. And then, like you said, life is changing in terms of, you know, maybe a house that you could afford that is an hour outside of New York didn't make sense to you because now you got to commute back into the city. But now that house house an hour outside of New York makes sense because you don't have to commute right now. Right. And, you may never have to commute again. And it's super competitive right now also. Right. So, like, you need money to buy a house. Right. Like, period, end of story. You don't have to have the 20% down that our parents, you know, saved up to have and stuff like that. Right. But the, the right now, in this particular market, gone are the days of the seller really contributing a lot towards, like, your mm-hmm. fees and your closing costs. Closing costs, stuff. right. And also discounting the property because if, if, if you like the house, you know, and you're going out to buy a new house and you mm-hmm. like it, you better believe that five to 10 other families like that same house. 
because right. there's not a lot of inventory out there, meaning like there's not a lot of homes on the market that are for sale. Okay. So this is creating a lot of competition for people. Right. And then so what happens is, is like you have to be ready to spend some extra money. So if it's a 5% down payment, right. Right. Um, then you also need to have an additional, probably three to 5% on top of that save to cover all the fees associated with, with purchasing a house. Right. Whereas when it's a, when it's a buyer's market, mm-hmm. like you really can just get in with your down payment because there's so much inventory out there and there's so little competition that the sellers really need to sell their properties. Right. So they discount it. Right. Or they're saying, Hey, we'll give you money towards your closing costs to pay the different, the additional fees. Right now, that's not happening because of the competition. So anyway, I sell it to say a lot of couples need that extra 50, 60, 70, $100,000 to put towards their house. Right. Again, I'm not, you don't necessarily have to have that much, but when you're in a competitive situation, think about it. If you're selling something to someone, right, and and person A has more money to put into the deal than person B, which one seems more attractive to you? As right. a seller. So yeah. cash cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. So um so that's what that's about. Um and and you know, I, I, I enjoy contributing to the podcast here and there. Yeah, man. We 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 appreciate that. We we appreciate you jumping in, man. Anytime yeah. I can. If anybody's got any questions about mortgages, <laughs> just put it in the uh in, 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 in the email or go hit us up on Twitter or anything like that. And we'd be happy to, I'll be happy to answer those questions. Unlimited text pod at Gmail. If you got any, uh, any mortgage questions or unlimited text pod at gmail.com. If you have any questions about how to win an Emmy or a Grammy, you know, you can <laughs> either one of those, just <laughs> we'll answer any of those questions for y'all. If y'all got questions. You want want an Emmy or a Grammy or you want a mortgage loan? Hit us up. Got you. Or also, too, your slogan, boy. Um, If you can't take care of your family and uh, life, life, take take care care of them in death. death. Man, GoFundMe pages are popping up everywhere. Man, I know. You know, know, like I said, we talked about a few few people around around me passed away. And not to say any of them have done it, but I've noticed that a lot more when people our age are passing away, man, it's like their families are having to put up GoFundMe pages and, uh, GoFundMe pages to take care of the funeral arrangements. Right. To take care of household expenses and stuff too. Right. And I know, you know, like you said, you know, I I say about the life insurance thing, but there's also burial insurance. Like I just feel like we have to do a better job of at least having our families in a position that, God forbid something happens to you. And of course, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to think about this stuff. But while your family's grieving, you don't want them also to be having to deal with fighting. I had a friend told me they were, it's not funny, but they were doing a wedding for someone. His family had passed away. And literally the morning of the wedding, in the group chat, the, the wife of the person that passed in the group chat to the family said they were $4,000 short for the funeral the morning of the wet i mean the, the morning of the funeral people were heading to the funeral and they got a group chat that said they were four thousand dollars short for the funeral yeah and it's like we you know we we gotta do better than that man we got we gotta put our families in a better position like i said it's nothing you want to i mean 
funeral funeral insurance is like four dollars a month like five you can get funeral insurance for like under ten dollars a month so if nothing else and that that's they send the check almost right away. So like I said, again, we just, you just don't want your family having, your family's already grieving the loss. Like don't want them having to go around and trying to figure that out too, trying to find money. And, and again, it's like you, you know, you don't want to leave people with like debt and dealing with that kind of stuff too, man. Like it just. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's a financial hardship. You know, funerals can be, upwards of ten thousand dollars like right you know i was looking up the average funeral cost and it's, it's anywhere between seven to twelve thousand dollars right depending upon you know what company does the service where you bury the people because the right. land headstone, the dirt is expensive that, yeah. the headstone the caskets are super expensive super expensive yeah. right and so if you think about it like we, we've already talked about this people are getting six hundred dollars right from the government through the pandemic Right. right. And that feels like sort of a come up, like it's 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 it's, it's much needed and something that can help us. Mm-hmm. So just now imagine being at a deficit even more where you now right. got to take ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars to bury a family member or ten people need to put up a thousand each. Right. To to take care of someone. And then you're. So, yeah, just like starting off at a deficit, that's that's a that's a bad situation for people. So, um. I, I, I'm, I'm all for the life insurance because, you know, I've had to help out and, and, and pitch in to help bury a few family members. Right. But it was a great relief for our family when, when some people had the life insurance, right. it just made things so much better. And then also, like you mentioned, it allows you and gives you an opportunity to grieve. Right. You know, instead of having to worry about making all of these plans yeah. and being stressed about what you don't have and try, you know, Cause you, you also want people to go out in a good way. So right. like when you, when right. you, when you making these arrangements, you want to take care of them. You want to make sure that they look good. They got a nice suit on or whatever it might right. be. Their casket looks good. You get yeah, them the best burial plot. Be, you don't want to have to be trying to be cheap with somebody's funeral. Man. Like, and like you said, man, it's just like, it's crazy to think that, you know, somebody passes away and it's like a family member has to ask other family members to contribute like hey man if we could just get like i said say four thousand dollars the morning of the funeral asking family members to contribute to that and again like we don't know every it's like you're it's like you're almost relying on other people to handle a situation that you can handle yourself for less than ten dollars a month like i said it's it's nothing we want to talk about nothing we want to think about but the reality is we all going to come to that point at some point so let's be prepared for it Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yeah. So quick recap. Welling Welling from where we from. Welling means you're lying, exaggerating, making something up. My boy Dominic says somebody was from Wellington Park, because where we at, you know, somebody would be from Michigan Park, Riggs Park. So yeah, Wellington Park. Yeah. So where you from? Where I live, but where you from? Yeah, where you from? 
Wellington Park. Yeah, so that means that means you in Wellington Park. That means you definitely you 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 a known exaggerator or liar. So I got a uh, two of them real quick. Hey, you, we got to get in and out of this. You know, yeah, we I'm have going, some right, technical so, difficulties, man. All right, so. all right, real quick. So we're just going to go with one there. Damn, that's tough. I don't know what I'm going to go with. All right, so I'm going to go to one. I'm putting you on this the clock, guy, man. Let's go. This guy from this guy from Britain, he he tweeted out, uh, you know, like nine months ago when this thing started, he was saying, I don't understand why we can't call it the China virus when that's where it came from. We call it Chinese food. Oh, Fast forward, fast forward to nine months later. There's this new strand coming out of Britain, you know, which is causing people to go blind and stuff. And he tweeted, I don't know why people are trying to say, call this the Britain virus when this virus, just because that's where we first discovered it at, doesn't mean it came from Britain. The same dude? Same dude. So China virus, he was cool with it. But now they call it the Britain virus because it come because it's new strand. He's like, nah, that's not fair. You shouldn't name it after the place where it came from. It, there's so no he way that he, yeah, he gets the well into support. There's no way he doesn't know that he said that and that he's being stupid. Yeah, but he gets it. He gets the well into pop. Yeah. What's your second one? Uh, so his dude Jonathan uh, tweeted, "I'd rather the six hundred dollar stimulus over the two thousand dollar one because it'll make me hustle harder. I don't know. Maybe I'm just built different. Uh, don't even. We don't need a backstory or anything on that." <laughs> So he'd rather get the six hundred, right, over the two thousand. Yeah, because he gonna flip that six hundred, or he gonna hustle harder, or whatever he gonna he do. He gonna hustle harder. The fourteen hundred dollars difference. He not gonna hustle as hard with two thousand. He lying. He well. So he gonna <laughs> send fourteen hundred back. He's he, maybe he built different. Yeah, <laughs> he is built different. Yeah, he's an idiot. That's what he is. So you gonna take the six hundred. Right. But if they send you a two thousand dollar check, you gonna mail them fourteen hundred dollars back, Jonathan? He said he don't want it. Yeah, he said because the six hundred make me hustle harder. Yeah, hustle, you, you hustle wilder. hard. You wilder. You wilder. All right, man. So, uh, all right, what's be up? A, be a problem solver, not a problem finder, please. As we go into twenty twenty one, be a problem solver, not a problem finder. And as we discussed a little bit a while ago, if you can't take care of your family and life. Take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance. Happy New Year 2021 to all our listeners. See y'all next next year. All right. So 2021, go deeper on your relationships. You got to build them before you need them. Relationships. DNA. If you have no idea why you do what you do and who you're going to let down if you fail, you better be thinking about it. And lastly, if you got a resolution or not, that's up to you. But I suggest you have some sort of a plan. Make sure that you have a plan. Pull up the motor case. I got a show today. That's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.